Hello and welcome back to the Rearview podcast, as we're now called, thanks to FOM. Um, anyway, a new year, a new season, and of course, a new series of the podcast, which, as you just heard, means there's finally a new theme tune. I hope you like that. That's going to be throughout season two. Maybe we'll mix up again in season three. Maybe we'll decide to stick with this. Who knows? Um, but enough about the production side of things. That's all for me to know and, and you to find out. Um, onto what we're here all, all what we're all here to discuss. Let's get straight onto it. Our twenty twenty one grid, or more specifically their liveries uh, and our build-up for the 2021 season. And I'm joined today once again by the wonderful Mr. Reese Keeble. Hello, Reese. Hello, hello. Good to be back. Uh, and of course, the brilliant Ruth Buchanan joins us once again. Thank you. Here every week. Welcome back, guys. I hope you're okay and ready for another exciting season of uh, the podcast. Um, so let's just jump straight into it. We've had a large array of new liveries come out over the past week or so. Some nice ones, some not so nice ones, some similar, some different. Let's have a chat about it. Let's see what we think our favourite liveries are from for this season. Um, we've all collected our top 10 lists as far as I'm aware. I hope you've all done your homework and collated them. Uh, and we're, we're going to go through from our least favourite to our favourite liveries Um Starting at number 10, going to number 1, and have a bit of discussion about why we put it there, why we think that's the worst livery, and so on. And we'll work our way up to the list. So, without further ado, let's go to you first, Reese. What's your number 10? Uh, my number 10 is... Uh, uh, yeah, it's Hass. Hass is number 10. Okay. Um, mainly, I mean, if you follow us on Twitter... Um, you will have seen my tweet with a load of Russian flags. It's just a way to get the Russian flag into F1 since no sportsman can represent Russia, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So I didn't like it. It's Hass. Okay, that's fair enough. That makes sense. Ruth, you're number 10. I actually, controversially as well, agree with Reese on the podcast for a change. I also have put Hass in 10th. Okay. We should say that we don't know what each other's lists are. It's all the surprise. No, these are surprises to us. This is we all should say very that. Much... We haven't just planned to have the same one. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty much for the same reason that Reese is saying. Like, the Russian flag is, is banned. Racers can't race under the Russian flag. Yeah, and then they've still... And then they've put it on the car. Like, it they've was just a, a stupid move on their part. Um, I will just quickly interject here and add in a little point saying, you may have noticed that we're doing our video differently to how we've done it in the past. Um... We're all individually recording our ends video-wise. Um, and as normal, Reese isn't here with us still. He's still over in his, his own premises. But Ruth is... If I'm if I'm looking to my left, I'm looking at Ruth. And if I'm looking this way, it's because Tom is next to me. Um, and, it, and no one's looking I look at to me. the right and <laughs> Reese is over there. But he's not really there, unfortunately. Very sad. I wish he was. Um, miss you, Reese. Love you lots. Wait, which way do I? Wait, which way do I have to look? I, to, to I'm on your left. Guys. Ruth's on your far left. If I'm editing this right. Note to Tom editing this. Okay. That's how you. I mean, you better have because I've just turned <laughs> to the far left and waved. So if we've just waved off frame. Right, my number ten. Then here we go. Um, maybe quite controversial, um, but at number ten, I've put Ferrari. I hate it. Ooh. I hate the Ferrari livery. I think it's 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 really not nice i think it looks messy i think the green mission winnow logo is is stupid and i understand why they've done it because mission winnow isn't allowed a lot of races so when you do want it there you want people talking about it make it an ugly color people are going to talk about it that makes sense um but the main part i hate about that ferrari 
is the Marinello Burgundy that they've put in at the back. I know it's harking back to the roots of the team. Just do the whole colour that colour if you're going to do it a different colour of shade of red. It looks like, to me, they've painted it one shade of red, run out and gone, what's the closest shade we've got? And it looks horrible. And I've, <laughs> I've got a real issue with it. I don't like this Ferrari at all. It's probably, I think, one of the worst looking Ferraris we've had for a long, long time. That's my opinion. I don't know. What do you guys think? Maybe we should yeah, wait um, until oh. it comes up in our list. That's true. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, I'll, I'll give my opinion on Ferrari when it comes okay, up. Okay then, night then. Um, uh, I'm really sorry. Can we oh. just pause because I'm getting a phone call? Ruth's getting a phone call. Okay, we're back. Ruth had a phone call. We're back on the bandwagon. Where were we? Number nine, I believe. Number nine. We got through one number of the top ten. <laughs> uh, right, number nine then, guys. What have you guys put in at number nine, Ruth? I'll go to you first. What's your number ninth? On the livery list. Well, this nine. may be controversial, but I have put Mercedes Ooh. as number nine. I just was very underwhelmed and disappointed. They're like a seven-time world championship team. I just expected better from them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Reese, what's your number nine? Uh, Williams. Williams. Absolutely horrible. Uh, don't know what they were thinking. They would have been number ten if Haas didn't go all Russia. Um, yeah, didn't like it. Interesting. Now that is very, very interesting, and I'll give you my two cents on that a little bit later on. I'm sure. Uh, my number nine is Haas um, for the reasons that I think we've already all discussed. Russian, uh, the Russia F1 team. I think they should be renamed, which is ironic because it's the American F1 team. But anyway, we move. Um, Ruth, then on to number eight. My number eight is Alfa Romeo. Ooh. That low. It is that low. I oh. just, I don't like it very much. I just don't think it's that great. I just, again, just underwhelmed. Mm. Interesting. Okay, okay. Reese, what's your number uh, eight? Ferrari, for the same reasons that you said before, it looked like they ran out of paint and they just <laughs> got something out of the shed to finish it off. Yeah. And it looks like Shrek had a little accident on the back of the car. So yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, I think I think that Ferrari car is going to go down as uh, one of one of the worst worst uh, liveries for a while. At least I think that's fair to say. My number eight, then um, I've gone with Mercedes as well um, for similar reasons to why Ruth put them at, at number nine. Mainly that AMG stickering at the back. If they'd have stuck with the star pattern that they've had for the past two seasons, that livery would have looked really nice. I ge- genuinely think that with the silver going into the black. Would have been really nice, but with the AMG livery stickers, or like a AMG sticker bomb, look, it's weird. I don't like it. Messy. Number eight for me is Mercedes. Number seven, then. We'll go to you first, Reese. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Bull. Ooh. Just because each each year it's the same, and it realistically uh-huh. the sponsors change a little bit, stays the same. Um, yeah, Red Bull. Okay. Okay. Nice, Ruth. Same reason, different team. Ooh. I have McLaren here Ooh. because their car is basically identical to last year's car mm-hmm. in its look. However, there's, they've gone more with technical changes than livery changes, which is fine. It's just, you know, just underwhelming. It's okay. just not as, as yeah. fun as other teams that have designed the livery I get that I can see that yeah for me I've also gone with Red Bull and obviously I'm a Red Bull fan I'm wearing the Red Bull shirt right here but it's the same reasons Reese. if you don't change the livery you're not going to go up the list anywhere when that livery first came out I loved it I thought it was one of the best liveries on the grid 
but we've had it for five years now or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love to see a bit of variation on that Red Bull car. Fortunately, we haven't got it. I've sort of done my tier list as the bottom three, eighth, ninth, and tenth, the Mercedes, Hassan, Ferrari. They're the cars I think have got worse from last year's livery. The next couple of ones that I think are the same as last year's livery pretty much. And then the ones above that are the ones I think have improved on last year's livery. So yeah, like, for that reason, Red Bull is seventh on my list. I like how halfway through our list, Tom's decided to let us know how a list works. Yeah. So no I think number 10 is the worst one. Then number nine's not so bad <laughs> as number 10. Number eight is better than nine and 10, but not as good as number seven. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's what I was going with. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. That's the idea. Um, number number six. No, number six. Ruth, we'll go for you at number six. Number six, I have Red Bull at number six. Again, just same reasoning. It's the same. It's not like deliveries are ugly. Mm -hmm. They just haven't done anything. So what's really the point of a livery reveal if you're not going to change your car? That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Reese. Yeah, uh, McLaren. Because the same reason they didn't change the car, I just wanted to put them ahead of Red Bull. Yeah. Um, I think Red and Bull and like, McLaren. Like in the picture behind me, they are ahead of Red Bull. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Red Bull and McLaren are basically like on a tie. Yeah. For like six and seven, because they're both the same. They haven't really changed their. Yeah, their I, I put McLaren in sixth as well, um, because it's a very similar livery. There are a few changes on it. The Red Bull one, they've literally just taken the Aston Martin logo off. That's the only change. The McLaren one, they've added some like more black at the back and stuff like that, I think. So it's similar, but it is different. So that for that reason, I put it slightly ahead of Red Bull. Um, but it is still my number six on the list. Halfway through then, number five. Let's get to our top five, ladies and gents. Um, Reese, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Mercedes. Okay. Um, I, I quite... I, I, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love it. I really like the uh, the Patronus green, blue, whatever it is right. on it. I, I've I've always liked that on the Mercedes, and I think it stands out a lot more in the seasons. The only bit, the only reason why it is far down the list is because of the sticker bombing on the back. That's, um, yeah. And I also don't like the red. Really, the red is a bit ugh. But was if, if it if it weren't for the sticker bombing, it would have been like top. Top two. Yeah, I was going to say, what do we think about the red on that? Obviously, Ineos now a one-third partner. I think we talked about it in maybe in the last episode, even the last season. Ineos are now a third partner in um, Mercedes. What do we think about the red being kind of hiked up on the car this season? Uh, to, for me, it's not as bad as it could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the whole side panels could be bright red. That's true. But it's not. That's true. But they have they have put the red in the safety car instead because of because of the sponsor. I think I think that's why that's, they made the safety car red. The safety car's red for a different sponsor. That's CrowdStrike or something that's written all over the safety car. So I don't know what that's uh, about either. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's, I think that's an F1 sponsor, not a Mercedes sponsor. Right. So I don't know. Um, Ruth, your number five then. My number five is Williams. I really, I actually really like the Williams livery. It looks very similar to the 1992 Nigel Mansell livery. And I really liked that. Because you were watching it in 1992, weren't you? Well, no, I wasn't (laughs) watching it in 1992. I just think that was a nice livery. I just think it's really nice that, like, obviously the team has a lot of history and they've incorporated that into, like, one of their newer versions of the car. Yeah. I think it's better than, like... 
the teams that haven't really done anything. Yeah, that's, that's why I put it kind of mid ground because I do like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Reese. I've done my Mercedes. Number five. Sorry, you have. It's my go. That's right. Um, <laughs> number five for me then. Um, I've put Alpha Tauri uh, in number five. I think AlphaTauri, it's a lovely evolution of last year's livery. They've kept a lot of the design that was sort of in there last year with the white and the blue, and they've evolved that and brought the blue more into the livery, which I really like. Um, but I don't like it enough to be better than what I've got in front of it. <laughs> so number five, I think it's a solid mid-tier livery. It's good. I haven't got any, anything wrong with it, but it's not the best. Simple as that, really. Um... Number four, then. Ruth? Number four, I have Ferrari. Mm. Now, I know everyone really doesn't like the Ferrari because of the green and the separate red at the back, but obviously the green isn't going to be on the car majority of the time. And I actually like the difference between the reds. So Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, Reese. You know I, mean, I know it's I know it's opinion based truth, but you can still be wrong. Just <laughs> uh, I've got Alfa Romeo. Um, like it, I like how they've inverted it from last year. Um, looks looks nice. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't beat what's ahead of it. I mean, Reese. I know it's opinion based, but you can still be wrong. <laughs> Let me get this right. So you've put Alfa Romeo eighth on your list, was it? Yeah. And Reese, you've put. Yeah, you, did I you put Ferrari. Mercedes eighth on yours? Uh, no, I had Williams. Ferrari even? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ferrari. I had Ferrari. We literally did a swap. So you swapped the swapped. two, the two yeah. uh, Italian-based teams around. That's quite interesting. Um, for me, at number four, I've gone with Alpine. New to the, to the season, obviously they're replacing the Renault team. Um, I like it. I think the the blue with the sort of it's a satin finish on it. It's not matte. It's not glossy. It's like a mix of the both, and I really like that. Um, again, these top four for me were very close. Top five even very close. They're all liveries I really like. Just didn't quite cut the rest, in my opinion. I think fourth is Alpine for me. I'm the presenter. I've got to do the next bit, don't I? Number three. Yeah. Um, Al- uh, I don't mind. I'll go straight to mine. Number three, Alfa Romeo um, for me. I've put Alfa Romeo third. You've obviously both put them lower. Um, I think I like I like the two-tone. I like that they've switched it around. I like how it looks. Again, I like a lot of these top liveries. I feel like I'm repeating myself here, but they're all really nice liveries. Alfa Romeo, third for me. I, lo- I love the red that they've done at the bottom. I think that works really well. And sort of transition nicely from the black to the red to the white rather than the black to the white to the red, if that makes sense. When you look at it, it's more appealing to me. Ruth, what's your number three? My number three is Alpha Tauri. Mm. I know it's a, a simple livery, but I just think it looks very nice. There's not too much going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... Not really underwhelming. It's not overwhelming. So, yeah, yeah. I think I too far. I agree with you. I think I think it's a solid livery. That Alphatari have Reese number three. I uh, agree with Ruth. You gone with Alphatari as well. Oh. I like the I like the solid blue on the front of the car. I think yeah. that looks really really nice. I think if Williams did something like this with the nineteen ninety two kind of thing that they had in mind, mm. um, it would have been a lot better. Interesting. Okay. Nice. Right then, top two guys. It's time for the top two. Um, Hold on, what teams do we have left? What that's teams? what I was. That's what I was just about to say. What teams haven't we picked yet, Ruth? What What are your final two going to be? My final two are Aston Martin and Alpine. Okay, Reese, are you? Yeah. Are you? Are you same. the same? I'm the Whoa. same. Aston Martin and Alpine. 
So I'm the only one that's actually got something a bit different. And You're the only one who's wrong. I'm not going to say what my final two are then, because I want you guys to try and work out from what I've said, or oh, like I just want to drop a bomb. Well, I just want to drop a bombshell. Out na- we've you haven't out said names like Aston crazy. Martin. I haven't said Aston Martin. That's true. Let's let's just get into and you the top said, two. Have you not said Williams? And we'll uh, we'll get on to my top two. <laughs> you we'll go to Reese first. We'll go oh, to Reese first. We'll go to Reese first. What's your number two slot? Out of Aston uh, Martin and. <laughs> Uh, That's if you put Williams top two. What is wrong with you? Um, Aston Martin is my number two. Um, right. Only just pipped to the post by Alpine. I just really, really like the Alpine. Yeah. Uh, the, the Aston Martin for me, beautiful car, absolutely mm-hmm. beautiful car. I think if I was getting into F1 this season, like I did a couple of seasons ago, when I just kind of picked it on the car, yeah. that's why I'm a McLaren fan, I would be picking to support Aston Martin this season. Mm-hmm. Um British based as well. That, that helps. Brexit yeah. means Brexit and everything. Oh, 100%, yeah. <laughs> a, a political opinions of this podcast, I will say, are, I'm are the individuals. I'm joking. Um, Ruth, you're number two then, and obviously subsequently giving us yeah. our number one. Well, it was really, really close between Aston Martin and Alpine, but mm-hmm. in number two, I've put Alpine. Ooh. Only we because. We differ. With the Alpine, the metallic blue paint will look so good for night races and things but i just think like um aston martin just took it by a bit for me i agree well i don't agree um (laughs) because i put alpine fourth but i agree alpine is a love i love that blue i think it's gonna look really good and like i said i love all of the top five i think they're all really nice liveries i don't have anything bad to say about them really Um, (laughs) (laughs) but yes in second place for me I have put Aston Martin, Ooh. which puts Williams nah. in my top spot. Nah. Um, Someone's wrong with your eyes. I'll explain my thinking. Um, that Aston Martin livery, I really, really like. And I said it during the launch, the, the pink stripe they've put along in a very Patronus-esque look on that car. I feel like they are sort of playing to the people that last year called them the pink Mercedes. Uh, they are sort of saying, yeah, maybe we are. Look, let's make a livery that looks like it as well. I think they are really playing into it. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Aston Martin mock-ups before the BWT sponsorship was put in, because that mm-hmm. only came in like a week before the launch. Yeah, it had a lime green. That pink before. was meant to be lime green, and that looked, to be honest, I think nicer. And I think if they hadn't gone with BWT and kept that, this would be number one. Um, but no, I love the Aston Martin. I think it looks great. And the pink accents aren't too bad on it. I, I expected worse, to be honest. I thought it would be much more garish than it than it has turned out to be. I mean, that's fair enough. Like, the, the, the uh, Aston Martin being number two is fair enough. Yeah. The fact... Right, explain <laughs> yourself. This is ridiculous. It's actually okay. ridiculous. My it looks like thought. a zebra has done something with a car and I it's come out say, blue. It's awful. livery is the most Marmite livery I've seen in the F1 community for a long time. In the comments on this livery, when they first released it, it was either, that looks amazing, or that is disgusting. There was no in-between, there was no one saying, that's all right. Um, apart from Ruth, he put them like fifth or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually really like it, and it would have been further up, it's just I preferred some of the other liveries. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's... Williams are a team that you don't know what to expect from them. They're a team that, for me, they don't necessarily have a brand image like a lot of the teams on this grid do. Like, Ferrari, they have to be red. Mercedes, they're going to be 
have silver and blue, they're going to be black and blue sort of thing. Williams Mir, they're, they're the sort of team that, that can change every season. Like You look at their livery from the past five years, well, from the past ten years even, there, there, there was so much inconsistency there, and I love it. There's always white, like there's it. always blue, but it, it changes a lot. The Williams um, that I really like is the Martini Racing. Yeah, Williams. exactly. That was a that was a nice car. And and so the the fact that I love, it's not just an iteration on what they've had last year. It's not even an iteration on what they had the year before that. They've just completely changed it, going with something completely new, and they've pivoted the team in a way that I think is going to really look good on them this season. And yeah, I just I just really like it. I think it's different, unique. I love it. If all yeah. if all F one cars looked like that I would not be watching F1 <laughs> it's awful I can't tell you how bad I think it is the yellow doesn't work with it I get why they've done it the yellow doesn't work with it yeah. the light and dark blue stripes like just pick a block colour for that bit you're like oh. and then the white is just like oh yeah we'll shove a bit of white on the front that'll do I think um, like just looking at previous liveries and stuff it's just it's a nice callback to their history, and mm. so I feel like people who like definitely watched F one at that time are the people who are saying they really, really loved that livery. Yeah, and like, um, I guess people that haven't been watching it as much, I guess, but like, you know, will research it and stuff like me. I really like it. Yeah, and then I think people who don't tend to like it are people who like didn't watch it in that time do you know what i mean well, i mean like, i wasn't I'm... alive in 1992 the, so the people yeah, that i, I like mean, to like... refer to is the, the drive to survive audience yeah yeah like the <laughs> new <Tom>. audience <laughs> i think don't really appreciate the the yeah. callback I, as I, much I, I'll, as I'll put it out there i appreciate what they've tried to do like yeah. don't get me wrong I, I understand what they tried to do it's just in my opinion miss. it hasn't worked yeah yeah if they did it, like, if they kept the colour scheme and did it a bit differently, like, let's say they had the white on the back and then mm. had it going down from dark blue, light blue, yellow at the, on the nose, yeah. then, like, on the nose into the wing, then I think that, that we'd be having a different conversation about it. I, yeah, I think well, that's I'd, fair. I'd be saying differently. You know what I mean? I, I understand what they're trying to do. It's a bit unfair to be like, oh, yeah, Reese is a, a new here. We don't get it. Like, yeah. I, I understand. It's that just it's not my cup of tea. I didn't mean that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think, it, it, like I said, it's the Marmite livery... It's some people love it, some people hate it. Hate it. There is no in between, and I, I, that's part of the reason I love it. I think because it's such a controversially different livery that it is causing this kind of outrage by some people and this kind of desire and, and love from another community. It's it's going to look great on the on the grid, and I cannot wait to see it actually on the track. And I'm hopeful it's we we actually get to see some of it on camera, and it's not just stuck at the back of the grid, two laps behind the leaders, but. It's Williams, so who knows? Maybe they'll come third, maybe they'll come last. Um, yeah, there we go, our top ten. Who was your number one, Reese? Uh, my number one was Alpine. Was Alpine. Just because I liked I liked the car. Mm. I What's think... Is there, is there a, th- a thunderstorm going on or something? Can you see the rumbling? That's that's from your end, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it's an aeroplane. Just an aeroplane going on, I think. We're in the garden oh, filming, yeah. so... Oh, that makes sense. We're not actually. That's just. Too often. <laughs> Literally, it was right under our runway strip, didn't you know? Literally, <laughs> airport. Um, yes, there we go. Our top 10 liveries for the season. I'm quite happy with them. I think that's a good list from all of us. I feel like we've done good homework. Well done, guys. I'm proud of us. Mm. Controversial from me, but that's why I'm here. I love being controversial. Right. 
This weekend, ladies and gentlemen, bright and early every day, we, we're going to Bahrain for a bit of testing. We're not. F1 is. Um, I mean, we should say if F1 want to invite us to, to join in. Us, let's go. You know, Tom, Tom, Tom can drive a car, so, so can, <laughs> can I. You? We can, I have a we, provisional licence. Ruth's go. still got a green licence, so we, we're, we're getting there. We, we, can almost, we can almost test the car for you. She's on her way. Um, so and if Williams want to reach out and get us, get us there, I love the car. It should be number one. <laughs> yeah, if if Willie's want to take us, they're just taking me at this point. Um, l- testing then. So th- that's what we're going to next week. Um, the new season, kind of, it's not the first race, but it's the first time we'll see the cars on track. Uh, and due to a certain virus going around, I don't know if you guys have heard about it, um, testing will be a little bit different this year. Primarily, the main difference is going to be that it, for the first time in a long time, we're not going to be at uh, Circuit de Barcelona Catalunya in Spain. Love the pronunciation. Very Thank you, guys. Um, it won't be in Spain. Instead, we're going to be in Bahrain. I think logistically that made the most sense because it's where we're going to have the first race. There's a whole load of things that went into it. It makes sense because that's just sort of um, the area you can expect not travelling enough because a week later, if they've gone to Spain, they just need to travel to Bahrain. You get what I mean. I'm rambling. Yeah. Um, so instead, we'll be in Bahrain. No worries. Um, It'll also be much shorter than we usually have. Normally we have two weeks of testing, two sets of three days, I think it is normally, giving the teams um, plenty of time to get all the data they need. Normally spend the first week sort of sandbagging, just getting the car dialed in, that sort of thing. This time we've only got three days. We've only got this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So um, it's going to be on the ball. It's going to have to be crucial to make sure that there is no mistakes from, from anybody really. Um so it's going to be really interesting to see exactly how they go, whether teams are going to go straight away, pedal to the metal, full whack, or if it's going to be different. So let's hear it then, guys. What do you guys think we can expect to see this weekend from testing? Um, I can't believe that you've asked a question at the end of all that rambling. <laughs> <laughs> that well worked around. Cheers. I'm just trying to pad in the pad, pad in the podcast a little bit more. I think we need to um, get this to about 45 minutes of testing. <laughs> uh, cars go out on track. Uh, Ruth, let's get to you then. Testing. I've just told you. Must you, I hope you listened. Um, everything about what's happening at testing. What could you expect to see? What do you I want to see? What do you want to see? Just from the livery reveals and stuff, we've seen a lot of the teams have streamlined their car much more. Mm-hmm. So the halos are much thinner. The noses are much thinner. Some of the teams haven't done that, but the majority of them have. So Chopped I think it'll be. That was a big, big bit in this. <laughs> I think it'll be much more competitive than we've seen previously. I think the teams, um, well, hopefully anyway, it'll be more competitive and closer than it was last yeah. season. I think I'm just going to put this bet out there. Mm-hmm. It's always a Haas that crashes. <laughs> always a Haas. So I fully expect to see a Haas, at least one of them, crash the weekend. And ruin their testing completely. Um, I mean, if if it's Mazepin, then well, karma works in weird and wonderful ways. Um, (laughs) You know, you know, be funny, but realistically, I shouldn't be saying it on an unbiased F one, not F one podcast review podcast. Um, Well, you're an F one podcaster. You can say that. Can we say that? Because I don't want to get shut down. I don't want them to like. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, we're an F one (laughs) podcast. You just do racing. Uh, 
Well, I shouldn't say this, but if Mazepin crashes and like breaks his leg and he's out for the season, win win. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'll leave, that, I'll leave that floating there. I uh, mean, I'm just win, saying, win. last time the Hatters were at Bahrain, there was a big fireball. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they went. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully Grosjean's all right. Thankfully, I don't want him to. Totally I don't fine. want him to. I don't want him to. You know, life-changing injuries and stuff. No, he, I just yeah. want it to be season-ending injuries. Yeah, and, we uh, don't want him to die. We just want him. Bad to enough that he gets relegated to IndyCar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he doesn't get back on the F1 grid, success. Yeah. Who would you? Put but not in a score? coffin. We don't want him in a coffin. Who, yeah. who would you put in the house instead? Whoa. Um, that guy that I was rambling on about for ages from F2, um, Ilot. Ilot, there Callum is. Ilot. Yeah. Yeah, I want, Ilot. I want him in that seat so badly. He should have been in F1 this season. He really he definitely. I watched. Go on, Ruth. He definitely deserved that seat much more than Mazepin. Mm. And just everything that happened after Mazepin got the seat, I think yeah. he definitely should have been brought in to replace Mazepin. Yeah. He was the most entertaining driver in F2 last season in my yeah. opinion I think I watched I ended up watching quite a few F2 races because nothing to do on your on your Saturday mornings Yeah. so uh, I think I watched quite a lot of F, F2 races and he was always the one that I was cheering for and he was always the most entertaining in my opinion so I would love to see him in that Haas um, but obviously it's probably not going to happen I mean I think when everyone was saying hashtag Mazepin out or whatever it was the, the hashtag was um, not an agreed or it was something like that. I think it's now completely clear why Haas decided not to drop Mazabin because he's I, funding I mean, the we, team. We've seen the Haas livery. Yeah, I think I, I mean I'm pretty sure when the signer came out in an interview I read the other day, I literally said if they'd have dropped Mazabin, they wouldn't be on the grid this year because they they literally wouldn't have been out. That funding from the Mazabin family was crucial to them surviving. Which in is all crazy seriousness. To think about. When you think about Haas, they are—they never win anything. They never do that well in the race. They're always back runners. Yeah. And so I can understand why they kept him for the money, but it seems like they've just prolonged leaving mm. by yeah. having him. And like the fact that they're going to have to spend even more money to change the livery so that they can run a livery, just... What do you mean if he gets rejected by the... Well, it definitely will get rejected. Yeah. 100% it will be rejected, I guess. I don't think it will. I think... I, 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 I think, think if you pay the right it. people, if you pay the right yeah. people the right amount of money, it's staying. I think... The only reason it would pass is because he knows the right people. Yeah. And if it did pass, every other team would be campaigning... To have that house removed because well, it's, like it's not right say, to have it on yeah. there. It's like we always say, F one's the most corrupt sport, though. It's like the the sport is the sport of being corrupt, realistically. Like it's, look at look at Ferrari is. and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's it, that that that's the aim of the game. And if you slide the right person a couple of million to be it's like, yeah, just just put pass on that, then they, they'll yeah. then they'll do it. Look at Ferrari's fuel thing that yeah. they had. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I honestly believe that the Haas probably won't be in the next seasons. Yeah, I Gene, think this will be their last year. I, I can almost see, actually, Mazepin buying the team off of Haas and like making Lawrence it into... Troll. Exactly, mm. making it into, literally, um, like, uh, Mazepin's got... I, I'm pretty sure connections with the Russian Time F2 team that exists in F2. 
maybe making a Russian F1 team that's literally called Russian Time F1 or something like that. That would be something I wouldn't be surprised to see. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all very likely. It's The thing is, um, Gene Haas keeps saying, like, you see it in Drive to Survive all the time and mm-hmm. you see it in all of his interviews. He's like, I'm not in F1 just to be a backrunner. I want no. to win. Yeah. Like, and you know that he does. It's, it's, he, he's a very competitive man. Well, yeah. He... All of the, I mean, I'm just going to refer to Drive to Survive here, but all of the times in Drive to Survive when has to do something stupid, Gene's always on the phone to Gunter and he's yeah. having a go. Yeah. Like Gene, Gene said that he's more than happy to get rid of the team rather than just going round the back. Yeah. So I can I can see that happening. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, any of this can happen. Really, it is very much a a topic that I think will be explored more and more throughout the season. I think it's going to be one of these rich energy also has but rich energy situations where throughout the season the sponsorship slowly faded and things changed and I, I think the, it will um, be something we see evolve throughout the season definitely did the rich energy end up on any of the cars no it no. didn't did it that was, no, that was just him looking for a bit of press I think yeah it worked yeah. well it did good, definitely good work. <laughs> yeah fair enough to him now we're talking about it so um, let's, let's not we don't we're like here. it William Story <laughs> don't like him um, disgrace anyway, the man talking about William Story we're getting way off story um Testing. That's what we're here to talk about. Um, let's get back to testing then. So, um, what do we think is going to be the top car coming out of qualifying? Who do we think is going to be the fastest car coming out of qualifying? Let's go. Come out of testing. Come out of testing. Yeah, that's what I meant. Thanks, Reese. I'm glad yeah. you're here. Reese, what's, what's going to be your top car coming out of testing? Um, I'm, I'm honestly, I, 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 I don't have any interest in answering that question. To be completely honest with you, because. <laughs> It doesn't really matter. Ferrari looked amazing in testing. I think it was last season. and no, Not last season, season before. Yeah. Two seasons ago. And they were absolutely awful on grid. So, uh. you know, it, there's, they weren't the best. They weren't as good as it looked in testing. Mercedes just turned it up and then beat them. All, all testing is, is like, look at our new livery and now watch us sandbag our car. So Normally, I think never get yes. true numbers. But this is what I'm saying. We've only got three days, so I don't think we're going to see any of that. I don't. I genuinely don't think we'll see that. I think this is teams are going to have to dial it up. They're going to have to do everything they can out of this car because if they don't, they're going to risk real reliability issues when we get into the proper season because they haven't I, tested the car properly. I think that the fastest car, just because I do, I, I agree with you, but I do think some sandbagging is going to go on. Like they'll do eighty percent mm. or ninety percent, not hundred percent. I think the car that will be at a hundred percent though will be the Aston Martin because how good will it look for them the first time True. out on track for them to be number one like new team if you know what I mean. True. So I reckon that'll happen. Okay. Okay. Ruth. Yeah, I have to agree. I think Aston Martin will definitely give a hundred percent no matter what. But part of me really hopes that the Williams comes out on top, only because um, obviously George Russell was in the Mercedes clearly he's a great driver he mm. probably learned a lot being in that Mercedes too that might have helped the team to kind of close the gap and it would be nice to see them more at the front than they have been because obviously they have great drivers they just haven't yeah. haven't had the facilities to push it to the front before now it would be nice to see that uh, but the probability of them suddenly jumping that far isn't realistic no. so I think probably Aston Martin or maybe even Alpine mm. might um, come out on top. I think we need to think about the way that this new um, sort of system, token system that we're using this season is working. So I don't know how much you guys know about the token system, but basically because of COVID, 
the teams were basically told you've got to keep the chassis you've already got make the regulation requirement changes which is the rear part of the car the rear, then yeah. each each team got um i think three tokens each basically to spend on different points of the car i think you can basically kind of think it best of on the f1 game people that have played the f1 game you know that you get the the resource points to spend on certain upgrades you want on the car essentially that that's what the FIA did. They said if you want to work on this part of the car, it's going to cost you two tokens. If you want to work on this part of the car, it's going to cost you one token. Or this part's going to cost you three. Uh, and teams basically just had to budget those tokens to work in the places in the car they thought was the worst from last season to fix it. Essentially, it's it's mental that um, McLaren spent all of their tokens on Daniel Ricciardo's new helmet design. <laughs> I think that was a waste, to be honest. Yeah, but so that that's essentially how it's going to work this season. So that's the thing that's going to be really interesting to me is who has made those tokens work the best. And I think you're right in saying Williams because I think Williams, the, you hope there's some of this knowledge that George has got from, from Mercedes that he's taken back to Williams and said, this is where we need to spend on development on this car. This is the most important area we need to upgrade and fix. What can we do to do that best? You know, mm-hmm. what can we do to best um, build on that? However... What I'm kind of seeing from livery reveals and things like this is what most of the teams have spent their money on is um, on the front wing and the front area of the car because because of the changes to the rear floor becoming thinner, I think if you don't adjust the front to match that, your aero is going to be completely yeah, out. Yeah, I think it affects so, the downforce as well. Yeah, so that is what I think teams have unfortunately had to kind of pivot to which ultimately, and I know this has been another ramble from me, ultimately I think will come out that, unfortunately, the, the field is pretty much the same as it was last year, which I really hope it's not. But Yeah, because uh, yeah. as well, I think the token system is great in meaning that everyone can't just change every single part of their car, mm. but the token system also allows teams that are already at the front to spend points that they can... You know, they've already got the best bits. They can make something even better. Teams yeah. that are at the back already, you know, they have such a limited amount of things that they can work on. How are they meant to close the gap to the front if they don't have tokens? Yeah. I agree with the token system. I just think teams that are much further at the back maybe should be accounted more tokens to spend. And teams that are at the front should be stuck to three. Yeah. Just because... I feel like there should be That'll some. Have to close the gap. Yeah, there should be some like leniency for teams that are at the back who will definitely have to do more work mm. to the cars to close that. Um, yeah, like I was, like you were saying about the Williams as well. I just think the Williams is the most promising car on the grid at the moment. Yeah. In the sense that they clearly have the most development. I mean, we all saw what George Russell was doing in the car last season, mm. so hopefully this season there will be more progress and he'll be able to move even further forward you know well hopefully that's the case uh reese is there anything you want to add that you want to see from testing um uh if, if there's no dogs on track that'll be a bonus fingers crossed yeah fingers yeah. crossed for that um although if it is a like a labrador that'll be all right i'll, 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 let, I'll let him off with that you know yeah. a good little good little wafter um what else do I want to see from testing? I want to see um, George Russell finish top 10. Because mm-hmm. uh, like you were saying about the Williams, I heard that Russell was looking down the back of his sofa for another token to cash in. <laughs> so, um, 
But yeah, I want to see. I want to see Russell be a be a, a consistent either tenth or ninth finisher yeah. in 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 this season because I, I, I do really like Russell. But I mean, the probability of it happening is probably like slim because I completely agree with what Ruth said about giving more tokens to the poor sort of thing, if yeah. like Robin Hood style. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it is what it is. I reckon testing's just gonna be. Like every other season, even though mm. it is only three days, I reckon a lot of teams will be like, "Oh yeah, we'll go out, we'll give it eighty percent, um, <laughs> not not the full hundred yet. We'll, we'll we'll show them the full hundred in the first race." Um, so yeah, and I I can just it pains me to say, but it's just going to be another Lewis Hamilton world champion, isn't it? Well, realistically, we can cross our fingers and hope, but but we won't know until we get to that first race in Bahrain, really, um, and so. I think that's a good place to I think, to, to put it. Uh, sorry, sorry. Ruth has got one more point. <laughs> As a final point, I'll be done after this. I think with how competitive Red Bull were with Mercedes last season, even, you know, their, their cars were very, very different mm. and it was definitely much more on Verstappen's talent rather than the, the car itself. Mm-hmm. I think maybe this season we might have more Red Bull Maybe. I can't confirm that at this point in time because I can't see the future. She's got an inside scoop that we might be getting more Red Bull. <laughs> it depends if you go to the shop whether we'll get any more or not. Yeah, last yeah. season was just a single can. This year we got a four-pack. Yeah, so hopefully it won't just be a dominated. It'll be more of a, a mix. Between... I think that's definitely something we would all love to see, really. But uh, who uh, knows? Also... Also, just to just to look back on the liveries real quick, shout out yeah. to the funny guy who said that Red Bull's main title sponsor was Monster Energy. Oh, that that gave me a chuckle in the group chat. I tell you. <laughs> Cheers, it, yeah, no, no problem because it was it was the best editing I think I've ever seen on an F one car, <laughs> ever. It was, it was it was amazing. Everyone knew. Everyone was like, "This is so real. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable." I mean, and everyone yeah, knows exactly what you're talking about right now, so that's great. I know what he's well, talking about. Well, I mean, if you, like, I, I feel like, did, yeah, it, did you not see it? <laughs> I don't know. Right, Tom drop the image in here. You'll have to. You'll have to drop the image in here. It was. It okay. was like this. I, I assume the guy who posted it was called like Gary or something. I'll have a look although, for Gary on Facebook although, um, and see if we can find it. Wait, you you might be hearing this on uh, Radio Litchfield, which is run by Gary. So I didn't mean I didn't mean to offend any Garys. <laughs> right. Yes. Anyway, um, there we go. Then. Uh, that's where I'm going to leave the episode. That's I think a that's podcast, a good. That's a, uh, that's a good old wrap up of, of of the liveries of the testing and everything we can expect to see uh, over the next couple of weeks and. Um, I was going to say maybe this episode has been shorter than usual. I think we're pretty much on on, on for time, if I'm going off what, what the timings I've got. Um, but either way, we're back for season two. We're well underway for season two. Um, and we will be back for another episode next week going over what we see this weekend in testing um, and anticipating a bit of build-up to that first race of the season, building what we know from testing as to what we expect to see. Um so make sure you you stay tuned for that. Um, I can I can hardly promote wait to be honest Twitter. to get promote, the... promote the Twitter, Tom. Tom. I will. I'll get there. Okay. Um, I can hardly wait to get the season underway. Uh, and of course, we bring you a full episode reviewing the race shortly after it um, next week as well. Um, Reese has asked me to promote the Twitter, so I'll throw this in right now. Um, go and follow us on Twitter. We've changed our app. It's now at the Rearview Pod. So. Search that into Twitter and you'll find us. Make sure you give us a follow. We 
try and keep you up to date with races and news and things over there. So it's definitely worth it's giving us a follow to find out. If, if we're all there watching watching yeah. a decent race, don't, don't expect many tweets. If it's boring, <laughs> you know, we'll be on it a bit more. We'll be tweeting. I mean, throwback to that red flag fiesta we had it uh, mm. wherever it was last season. Yeah, uh, I think I think on our that? behalf, we should probably communicate a bit more on who's going to post <laughs> about what. Because I think joke. in the in the red flag thing, I feel like all three of us posted within the yeah, same Yeah, I think there was the three page. almost identical posts as well. Uh, anyway, until then, until next week when we'll have a look at testing. I've been Tom. I've been Ruth. I've been Ruth. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Are you ready? Oh, bye. 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 Bye, bye guys. Bye. Reese was leaving to turn the camera off. <laughs>